We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Is that time again? Well, I turn the mic over to a couple of doctors to take your calls, your texts, and answer your questions on how to stay healthy and pain-free. Let's join Dr. Lee Popwell and Dr. Joe Skoda for Pop the Question. Would you think if I sang out a tune, would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song, and I'll try not to sing out a key. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Mm, I get high with a little help from my friends. Mm, gonna try with a little help from my friends. Hold on, folks. Wait a minute. Don't turn your channel. This is WGTK. This is talk radio, but this is also uh, Pop the Question. And I thought that that might be an important lead-in on today's guest host or hostess, co-hostess that we're having in the office today. It's unusual uh, for us to uh, not be Dr. Skoda and myself and Christian, our engineer here in the studio. But today we have uh, Christian and myself and uh, a wonderful part of our team. You know, we talk about our staff and our team. This is our office manager. And, you know, the Beatles singing a little help from my friends. And I, I didn't realize that's Ringo Lee singing there. There are not many Beatles songs. that were, That's probably a good trivia question. Uh, what was a... A song where Ringo sang lead. Well, little help from my friends. And, uh, that was in the Sgt. Pepper Band album. And, uh, he felt like it was time for him to lay down a solo. So he did that. So I appreciate Christian bringing that, that song up uh, to lead in this program. This can be a different program today. Uh, Dr. Skoda is uh, doing some very fine work with his kids today. And I think that's great. We, uh, sometimes will take a break and let the other doctor, uh, do the program or, or have a guest. And today I've been after her to, to be my guest. And, and Debbie is our office manager at the office. So we're always referring to a Cracker Jack team and it's a small team, three doctors and four staff. We are going to add a fifth. Uh, but Debbie is the one that coordinates us all. And, uh, I want to talk to her a little bit about it and let you get a little idea, uh, from, uh, some of the staff point of view of our office and, and how it runs. And if you work in an office where there are multiple people there, and particularly if you've got doctors uh, in there seeing patients, uh, it becomes very, very important to have a together team. Uh, and uh, it's very inconveniencing for a patient if we've missed something we haven't gotten a test in or uh, a copy of an MRI that we were expecting and we're, and we're ready to uh, meet with them and conference with them and we don't have that piece of information. That's a, just one of the little hundreds of things that uh, have to be handled in, in an office. And interestingly enough, when I was in practice in Florida for 25 years, I never had an office manager. We would just get a leader, a staffer who was a leader, and they would be the leader. But we didn't really have an office manager. But we had to, to get to where we had some more organization if we wanted to be able to run a tight ship like we have over at Popwell Scotus Spine Center. 
we've told you in the past that when you come in as a new patient, you're only going to be there an hour, uh, which is a little unusual. A lot of people will wait for an hour to see the doctor, but at our office, uh, you will only be there an hour on the first visit, and most of it's with the doctor. And that's something we've mentioned before that we think it's really important to have the contact with the doctor, and uh, that's really the first visit. Uh, the, the examining doctor spends most of the time one-on-one with the patient, and we gather the information that they've brought in, things that questions we have. Uh, we try to answer questions they have. Uh, we, we do the examination, the films, and we try to have them gone in an hour so that they can get about their day. And then we compile that information and conference on it, the doctors do, and then when the patient comes back, we do what's called a report of findings, and that's where we say, okay, this is now where you can learn about you. We've learned about you, and now we want to tell you what we know about you and what we suggest. So that's a little bit of what we uh, do over at Popwell Skoda, but we couldn't do it without Debbie. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce her, and, and Debbie, just let, them, let you tell them who you are and a little about yourself and how you came to us some three years ago. All right. Hi, everyone out there. Um, Debbie, yes, is my name, and hopefully I've met you if you're a patient. Love meeting the patients and seeing their faces and watching their progress. But I came to the office three years ago. There was an ad for a chiropractic assistant, and I have been in chiropractic care since I was in my 20s. So About 10 years. Yeah, about 10 years, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I thought, you know, I'll see what's there and if it's a fit for me. So I came on as a chiropractic assistant and worked at that for about a year and a half. And um, our office manager moved on. And they asked if I would take it. And I said, no, I would not. And there were just a variety of reasons, um, some of them more personal than than anything, just because of things that I didn't think were a fit for me in that position. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I don't know, is that where you call man up or whatever and said, you know, I think I can do this. I'm all ears. I kind of <laughs> wondered that because you were certainly against it when I first suggested it. And um, I didn't think that you were fearful of it. I just thought that you didn't think it was a good fit for you in your life at that point. No, I didn't. And But I'm an organizer at heart. Mm-hmm. And so if I look at the organizing that, you mentioned, you said you needed to do a little more organizing in the office back from those early years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm more happy leading and organizing than I am sitting and waiting for instructions. So I think that may be a bad quality sometimes, but <laughs> that is who I am. You know, we, so. <laughs> we welcome it. Joe and I welcome it. We, we heap things upon you to lead with. <laughs> I think that's part of the hard thing is that you get people coming at you now three doctors coming at you and the staff uh it is a lot of balls in the air it is it's a lot of balls um i like it as long as you can manage them you know you have to know your limits when you're in positions too Mm -hmm. well uh, we couldn't function without you and uh, we're very grateful for you and uh, your husband to uh, be a part of our team we have a we have a get together once a year around christmas time and uh, that's where the spouses come in and we all Get a chance to know each other and see how we usually play some games. Uh, did we play games this year? I was thinking, what did, did we play Password or something? We did a Jeopardy session. Jeopardy, that yeah. was fun. I yeah. thought that was neat. We may have to do Jeopardy Part 2 without Alex Trebek this time. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, reason today I had her come is because there's more to it. Really, the heart of an office uh, is, is the people, and and the doctors certainly are part of that. But I have seen wonderful doctors with a very bad team. And there's an old saying that says you can never rise above bad staff. And I have seen that over and over. I've seen it run businesses. I had a practice in Jacksonville for 25 years and sold that practice when we wanted to move up here to Greenville to put our children in Bob Jones. And that has been a great blessing, wonderful move. But I watched what happened to that practice after I left because it was the wrong person in there. And he was running the show, the doctor, and he wanted to do it his way. And Within three years, that practice had gone to nothing, and it was the busiest practice in Jacksonville Beach at the time when we sold it. So um, I felt badly for the doctor who bought it because he just made a bad choice of who he put in there. But that's a good example of the people that represent you need to be consistent to the way you think. And if you're a hard worker, they need to be a hard worker because, uh, you know, you, you you can't pull your all the, your own weight. When I come into the office, I know certain things are there in order for me and ready for me that I can then review and then I can sit with a patient and we can really uh, have have a good meeting. And uh, and I'm very conscientious of, of their needs, too. We always try to say one of our things that we live by is a golden rule. Uh, we want to treat you like family. Uh, and so if a patient feels like that they haven't been taught that way, we, we tell them to to come and talk to us, feel like uh, you can say, speak up if, if for some reason. Most people would just do it by leaving an office. So go one time and say, I'm not going back there. And uh, if that happens at our office, they're probably going to get a phone call, uh, maybe from the doctor to say, hey, did we do something wrong? Did we miss something? Because we feel it's quite a commitment when you come to a doctor's office. And uh, I guess you cut a lot of that off. You you head that off at the pass for uh, the doctors, for me and Joe and Natasha at times, because you're right in there in the heat of it. I think we do, because I think that's part of our responsibility, which is why it's been important to me, and you know this, Dr. Popwell, that I get the right team in there, because mm-hmm. you are absolutely so right. If it's not right in the office, it won't be right up the chain at all. And it just my goal is to make it easy on the doctors to do what they do best. And so... It is. We do try to head things off. We try to ask the right questions, fix all the problems or anything that comes up for us so that the goal would be that the doctors never knew if there were any hitches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can focus. Yes, and do what you do best. Yeah, that's true. And uh, there is a division of labor, and it works so well that way. And I just... Joe and I, you know, we pray uh, uh, in there. I know we pray apart, I'm sure, for each other. But when we have an office meeting, you know, we want to thank the Lord for the team and, and remind us why we're there and uh, to treat the people uh, as Christ would treat them. You know, we want to do it. To, you know, the, I saw a bracelet the other day, a WWJD bracelet. And, and most of you are familiar. That's what would Jesus do? And this one on the backside had H W. L-F. And I go, what is that? Were you aware of that, Christian? You ever heard of that one? Okay. What would Jesus do? He would love first is the answer to that. And I thought that's a great little thing where you could hand that to somebody and start a conversation. But that's true. If the patient doesn't feel like we care or we love them, then, uh, then we're doing something wrong. You know, one thing we found out about patients, and we're all patients too. Uh, we all treat either through chiropractic or 
other forms, medicine and dentistry and so forth. So we all have that walking into the doctor's office experience. And I think what makes it hard for most people to do that, if they've never been to a doctor, which is rare, but it's not so rare if never been to a chiropractor because only about 15% of the population treat with a chiropractic. That's one of the reasons for this program. Pop the question. You know, ask us a question. We want to answer it because we really believe in what we do. We think it's different. It's uh, conservative uh, health care, natural. And uh, while, I'm, while I'm at it, I'll just mention our website uh, because that's how you ask us a question. We were live for so many years when we first did this program. But as the children got older, uh, both, both of us as doctors wanted to be home with them on Saturday. So uh, we now we can record the program when we want to do so. We air it on Saturday. You can ask your questions through email, and uh, that's what we uh, answer. So email us through docpop.com, D-O-C-P-O-P.com, and we will answer it somehow. Either the doctor will call, a staffer uh, may get back to you if it's a simple uh, one that they would handle. Uh, but oftentimes the, the doctor will either have to call or we'll email back, and um, we want you to do that. But back to what the, the point I was making is that most patients are fearful of starting it with somebody they don't know know, particularly a profession they don't know. And and I would say, I don't know, Debbie, what you think, but I would say of 10 new patients, maybe um, four or five never been to a chiropractor before. I think that's probably true. And probably the other five have been and and discontinued or they decided to change for some reason or another. So we try to minimize that problem. We want you to come in and all of a sudden you walk into the waiting room. You can tell something's different already. Uh, and we won't tell you. We're gonna if you've never come to the office, we'll let you find out for yourself. It's a little different waiting room, and uh, uh, we we don't even like to call it a waiting room. We like to call it a reception room because we don't want you waiting very long. So really, a patient comes in and they 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 can go right to the information computer right there where a staffer, a live person, is right there with them. And on that first visit, like I said, you'll spend nearly an hour with the doctor uh, going over your problem, but. Uh, the point being is that however we can minimize the fear or the angst of coming into a new place like that, an office, we want to do so. And um, I think that you have probably helped in that in a great regard that, uh, that we didn't even see in the first place when we started you as office manager. It has become so much easier now between the doctors. We seem to confer a lot more between the three of us because you're handling some of the minutia. What's the hardest part in your in your job, Debbie, of of doing the uh, – and she's probably going to be hitting me up for a raise now after, after <laughs> this program because I'm going to realize how, how much more valuable she is. Uh, but what's the hardest part for you? That's an interesting question because the job to me is not hard. Um, there's lots to do, so sometimes there's overwhelm if you call that hard. But really, I think the hard part is watching the people who come in pain or taking mm-hmm. a phone call. and You're talking about the questions. We do have people who call. They, you can tell the hesitancy in their voice. They're trying to ask a question, and, and they're not even sure what's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's fun. It's interesting to be able to kind of talk them off the ledge, I say, because <laughs> – they don't know if this is the next right step. And so we can just say, hey, let me have the doctor call you. And they go, oh, would he? Yes, yes, he will call you. And we can set that up. You take it from there. Sometimes even our answers, because they don't know if chiropractics can address 
vertigo or ringing in the ears or they have all these things and they're they're guessing. So, yes, mm-hmm. yes, he can help with that. And then there's this relief in their voice and we can proceed to either set them up with an appointment or give you the phone call so that you can call them back. So the hard part is watching people in pain who really either they know they need to be there and they're in pain or they're trying to find that next step. But the fun part yeah. of the job mm-hmm. is that we can give them an answer. So that's always fun. And if we can't, <laughs> I think it's – we were talking in a small group meeting the other day about why you don't witness to somebody who you don't know. And usually the reason a, a believer may not witness is they're afraid they're going to get a question they can't answer. You can always say – you know, I don't know that, but I, I'm going to find that out and I'll get back to you. And that shows love and uh, that's concern. But uh, you're right. Most of the questions you guys get, you know the answers. And uh, I think once you take that and relieve the person, get their appointment made up, we get a lot of information on that phone call. Uh, how long does that take for a new patient phone call? It may take 10 minutes. Yeah, five to 10 minutes because we go over things on the call that kind of saves saves you and oftentimes you're going to find out during that call that hey wait a minute this this may not be a chiropractic problem anyway let me point you to where i think you should go sure would be glad to see you but you might want to try this first and that saves them a lot of trouble uh and then us of taking a new patient slot to someone that really didn't need to be at our office so what you guys do and and we you know we've taken that well we call it a pink sheet which is the series of questions we want to get answered the doctor uses that i know the the first visit, the doctor uses it. The second visit, I you get to use it myself because I'm reviewing uh, what got the patient to us in the first place and then reviewing what the findings were on the exam and so forth. And we're piecing that all together. We may have a powwow with one or both of the other doctors. And um, bingo, a relationship is made. And oftentimes, well, just go on. Go on uh, Google reviews and, and take a look. Uh, Poplar Scotus Pine Center ha- has a lot of reviews. I, now, I haven't looked at it. How many reviews do you think we have there? I have no idea, but was, there are a lot of five-star ones there. Yeah, I, I think somebody, Joe, said that at one point reached reached over 200 reviews. And I think the more the reviews, the better. I think people, I, we're starting to see people. We, for the last couple of years, we've started to see people. They've come because of Google, Google reviews. And when I first started practice, it was always just word of mouth or, uh, you know, down in Jacksonville, I didn't have a radio program. Uh, it was pretty much all word of mouth. I came in and bought a practice, took over a practice from a gentleman who had built a really nice practice there. He and his father had been in practice. So for years and years, uh, I mean, that goes back a ways. I started in 79 with a guy that was nearing 75 years old. So you can figure when he started, I figured he probably started around 40. And then his dad had been in practice, so we dropped that back. Maybe he started about 1920. (laughs) And I found out that his father, and you may not know this, Debbie, but Dr. Brown, who mentored me, his father, who, of course, mentored him, was put in jail for practicing medicine without a license up in Indiana. And that's what they used to do. Uh, There was a lot of... uh, prejudice against chiropractic and they could actually be put in jail and he was and he felt it was real wrong because he was not practicing medicine no prescriptions anything like that he was practicing chiropractic so he took it through court and it went all the way to the supreme court in indiana and he won it he won it and uh and got justification by that but i want to warn every christian listening to this today 
to be careful how you judge people because I found out years later from Dr. Brown, long after his dad had gone, uh, I wondered why I didn't see him go to church. And uh, he told me this. He said a lot of his church friends, his dad's church friends, gave up on him after he was jailed. He never heard from him again. He didn't. They didn't come visit him. Oh, he's jailed. Uh, he's a jailbird, you know. And uh, you know, we got to be careful how we judge. But uh, that's a long way of getting around back to the fact that we want you to be comfortable to come to a chiropractor, and particularly to our office. So, so Debbie, you've mentioned about what's hard about the office. You're still with us after three years, so something's kept you there. It sure hadn't been the extremely high pay. Uh, or the uh, personalities of, of the doctors who sometimes can be a little overbearing. How many times do I ring you on your downstairs line <laughs> during a morning? <laughs> We're not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes she wants to just hang the phone off the hook there. But uh, So what's the easy part of it then? Uh, what's the easy part of coming to work at uh, Popple Scooter Spine Center? Um, the people. I love the people. And I like building good teams. You know this when we've had to to hire, I like putting together good teams and I like making their job easy and providing for them in a way that they can do what they do best, which I would be remiss if I did not plug my ladies and tell you we have a great team that cares for people and they do a great job and they recognize their weaknesses and they compensate for them. And so the great team is what makes my job easy. And it also makes it fun to come to work because you're working with people who who love people and want to help people. But mm-hmm. it's also fun to see people get better. And you have to agree with that. Or oh, you yeah. wouldn't have been in it for so long. Well, this week we had a lady come in. Interesting case. She was 85. She still is 85, matter of fact. And uh, I saw her come into the room and she was really down in her back. I mean, helping up the stairs because we have stairway where the exam room is. And uh, it was tough. Uh, the real acute low back, folks. If you've ever seen somebody down in their back, this woman was down in her back. And um, I looked at her and I thought, wow, she's 85? You're kidding me. She looks like she was 55. She was a lovely lady, took care of herself. And uh, after that first visit, we saw her the very next day, and uh, she was so much better, and yeah. that was so encouraging. Then she came in with her husband on the second day, got to meet him, and I warned him. I said, you know, your wife's going to be cranky a little bit here over this next week because this back is still going to grab her some. It was extremely bad bad uh, pain when we first saw her, and it doesn't just go away right away. Uh, and he laughed, and he said, well, I'm usually the cranky one, so... She can be a, she can be a little cranky and get me back, but they were a sweet sweet couple, uh, and I think he was about her age. Yeah. But they were both healthy. You notice how healthy he was. He was an Air Force. Yes. Uh, yes. Guy, and uh, so you're right. That's the people. So they came in the next visit there, uh, and it's rare that we see somebody two days in a row. And actually, we were going to see her probably uh, more than just two days in a row. That, that's one where you would see and then see again, and then see again. And then as it really starts to break free, you start spacing it out. And that's one area where chiropractic is is misunderstood. Oftentimes people think a chiropractor just makes you come and come and come. And really, I, I tell people, uh, I say, well, 
you know, we do want to get you well, and then we would like to see you maintain it. We believe in maintenance. We change oil on our car. We brush our teeth. You know, these are things I want to do all my life. And if chiropractic is something where you go and have a maintenance visit once every month or two months or whatever, then great. I mean, it's not forced upon you. But this lady, uh, when I did the report of finding, I could see this can be a fine patient because she was appreciative and the way that y'all cared for her, too, um, on that on that first visit. So Wait, can I just interject? Yeah. You know, um, probably a year or so ago, we had somebody come in for the DRX. Mm hmm. But she was in her 30s and could not stand up straight, could hardly walk. And she's only in her 30s. So she did the DRX for X amount of times. And I was kind of joking with her one day. And I said, so this summer, are you going to take a hike? And she said, I just got back from a hike. So that was pretty exciting mm -hmm. to see those treatments had worked. And she had gone from hardly being able to walk to hiking in the mountains with her kids. Oh, I know. You know, it's such a lovely life God gives us on this earth. I, I've used the phrase heaven on earth uh, before, and I mean it. Uh, God is so good to us, even with the valleys. And there's certainly valleys all around us that people are going through. There's an opportunity for service. And that's another thing about what both of us like about this job is a service-oriented, people-oriented job. And, you know, you talk about the staff. I, I'm going to let's go back on that a little bit, too. I want to mention a couple of the others because two of our staffers are has been with us. I found out in our last office meeting that she's been with us a dozen years. And I said, oh, well, my goodness, Ronya, I told somebody recently you'd been with us 10 years and you've been with us 12. And uh, she's just Ronya loves her job, does it well. She does. She's great. Yeah. She knows the patients and what they're, where they're supposed to be and what they're supposed to do. We Some of us still have to rely on notes, but she's she's got it down. Well, maybe next time we look for a staffer, we ought to go to pastors and say, does your wife want a part-time <laughs> job? Because these two pastor's wives have made great staffers and uh, and seem to love their work. So uh, That's because pastor's wives love people. Yeah, but, you know, I don't think I could get Ronya to do the program. Uh, no, no. I don't think she do it. Now, Debbie, you can hear Debbie and her laugh and her smile. You can hear her smile over the radio, can't you, folks? And uh, that's that's the way she is, and that makes makes our office that that's uplifting. You know, you know, they always say that too. They've told us, teached us, teached us. They taught us that when we were uh, becoming physicians that oftentimes the patient just needs you to just fold your arms and lean against the wall. And look at them and listen and smile. Smile to them, you know. Uh, they need that. There's something special in that. And, uh, you know, what's it like when you first see a baby first smile at you? That is just a wonderful feeling. Yeah. Any of you parents out there who've seen that baby's first smile, wow, there's something that melts inside of you. So, so Debbie, you make a lot of us smile, make our job <laughs> easier. You. So if I was going to answer what I like about my job, uh, I still do love it. And when people say to me, uh, Dr. Popo, are you going to retire after 40-some years? Uh one thing amazes me that I've practiced over 40 years. As a matter of fact, now between the three doctors, we have over 80 years of chiropractic practice in the office. And so when people ask me that, I say, well, you know, I guess God will show me uh, when I should. Uh, right now, I love it. I, I still love it. I have cut it down uh, quite a bit. And I think as someone moves towards retirement, that's one way to do it. To semi-retire is just to work less. But if you like what you're doing, uh, keep doing it. So uh, praise God, I do like what I'm doing, and I, I feel that Dr. Pinero and Dr. 
SCOTA do as well, and I think the patients feel that as well. And, Debbie, we feel it from you, uh, and you kind of are the leader of the, the gang up there. Um, it's something to, to me to see you happy, and, and even through some of the stressful days, uh, and some of the days are stressful, aren't they? They are. They are. They're busy, which is great. That means we have a growing practice. And um, you mentioned something earlier about patients, and I wanted to go ahead and plug and say we have a huge referral patients as well. And I think mm-hmm. when other people are happy and refer you, that speaks to your goodness or how well you're doing your job as well as the Google reviews. That's true. That's true. I think that's still probably the number one reason is that somebody, if it wasn't, uh, someone referred them because they had a good experience or they had maybe heard some of the people had heard about it or they say, uh, hey, I hear this uh, this group on the radio and uh, maybe I ought to give them a try. Uh, and we don't mind saying it. Uh, and WGTK allows us to say this is that uh, we are a Christian office and uh, we try to uh, work and, and stay with those same uh, principles uh, that Christ taught and about caring for someone and loving them and being patient and uh, just the, the elements of Christ himself, Christ like. So uh, and we, we do give. One one phrase over and over that I like to use is that God is the healer and the physician merely assists. And so does the staff merely assist. I should, I, as we close today's program, I want to thank Debbie for being with us and uh, saying I hope you got a little better picture of the Popple Scota Spine Center today on Pop the Question. So join us again next week. I think Dr. Scota will be back with us. But, Debbie, thanks for filling in. Thank you.